This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Listen, it's time to jump on into it with your pals, Nat and Jess, and catch up on all things women's health and fitness. Hey, come on! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Still need to change that jingle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep, your, keep your applications coming in. <laughs> <laughs> what what kind of interest have you been getting? Um, lots, lots of really good stuff. It's hard like, to decide. Weird uh, mood. No, I feel You're completely laughing. normal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was such an evil laugh. Honestly, sometimes I hear my laugh and I'm like, oh, that's not good. How do you control your own? You're laugh? not completely normal today. <laughs> I feel fine. <laughs> No, just before you were cracking up at yourself at your own jokes, <laughs> and they were not that great. <laughs> Even Carlos was like, "Okay, you ready to go now?" Or uh, are we just moving? <laughs> yeah. Um, how's the week been? Uh, yes. Yep. Yep. Great. That's not an answer. Um, I just excuse it's... me for real. Just look, look at me. Be present. <laughs> I, You're hyper. <laughs> uh, no, I, I feel. I feel great. I feel great. Great. <laughs> I feel great. Uh, this question comes up. Good? This question comes up every week, and I never have anything interesting to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay, so you've had a good week. I'll get back to you because there's nothing that comes no, to that's my okay. mind right Just now. Just in general, has it been a good time? How's uni going? Oh, you know, it's kind of, it's just getting to the end of the um, term and semester. So you've got sort of stuff due and then we've got exams coming up and all of that. And uh, so it's just kind of, it's just in the back of my mind, you know, like stuff due. When's when's your first thing due? The next thing coming up is Monday and then there's another one in about a week and a half, I think. And then exams are mid-year exams, is it? Somewhere somewhere in June. I need to double check. But uh, Okay, so I understand why you're um you know, it's in the back of your mind. Do you find that when you study Mm. this is I haven't studied in a long time, but when you study it's always in the back of your mind no matter what you're doing. Like you're always like say you're on the couch, it doesn't matter what you're doing, it's like you should be studying. (laughs) Yep. This is a good time to study now. It's a chronic Yeah. Guilt trip. Yeah. That's what I think it is. It's chronically just, you know, kind of no matter what you're doing, you feel like you should be studying. Uh, But then also with teaching group fitness. (coughs) Apologies. uh, You know, the preparation for that, I think this is what I'm finding quite challenging is that my home space also doubles as a study space and learning choreographies are prepping for group fitness. And then I'm a mum in that space as well. And I think sometimes it can kind of... It, it's sort of it all feels a bit chaotic and I don't quite know like I'll be doing something but then I feel guilty for not doing the other thing yeah uh, anyway we can so we can talk about like that but later. studying you feel guilty about not being um hanging out with your kids or do you do they like to hang out with you at that, at that thankfully age? not <laughs> 
thankfully, no. It took a few years. Oh, took a few years, but thankfully now that's not something hang that out. they Whatever, want. you do like to hang out with them because you have good convos with them now. You know, like you have yeah, intellectual true. conversations. Yeah. True. Yeah, true. <laughs> Tends to need to be outside of the house, though. Oh, interesting. Like, it, like in the house, uh, you know, I sort of see my number one job as... Police. Preparing them, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but pre- prepare, preparing them for being good flatmates <laughs> when they leave. Yeah, <laughs> it's my number one job. Yeah, you're welcome, Carlos. Yep. Oh, I don't think the oldest one is going to be a particularly hey. good flatmate, but that's no, that's but my he'll intention. he'll learn on the job as he flats. You know what I mean? Because if God, someone doesn't so. want to flat with you, then then he'll be lonely. So he'll learn on the job. Hopefully they're out front and they tell him it's because he, you know, leaves his stuff everywhere. And they probably do, the other guys will probably, well, girls, guys, they, they'll they probably do the same. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So outside of the house is where conversations happen. Inside of the house, I, so I really am just kind of like the tidy police. And... Um, <laughs> It's not a cute job, is it? No. You've got a mind blank now. You can ask me how my week's going. How has the week gone? <laughs> God, I hate my laugh. Irks me. Hey, hey, Irks. hey. Irks me. Are you uh, not the one encouraging my... me not to be so judgmental of my own laugh? Or yeah. did I imagine that in my head? I think you imagined that. Okay, good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. When you, when you said, wow, that sounded so um, evil, I didn't have time to respond because then you carried on. So, yeah, don't don't worry about your evil laugh. I think it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my week, nothing to report either, to be honest. Going out for dinner tonight, going out for dinner tomorrow night, busy, busy. All going to... Um, Rangiora to, uh, tomorrow oh, yes. for Les Mills, yes. which will be fun. And, yeah, not much to report, to be honest. Different week, same things. Wait, does that make sense? What's the saying? Same, uh, no. sa- same, same shit, different day <laughs> is the saying. Now, same last shit, week, week. Um, that was a weird sound moment, wasn't it? Or it was just me? <laughs> just you. Um, last week, we chatted about religion And um, I was listening back to our recording and I I was thinking, oh, like, we're so cute, you know, because we're like, oh, you know, but like, um, it's okay if you have a faith and, you know, like. Yeah, we really, we really cared about people's feelings. Yes, and very, very sensitive to anyone who has a faith. And I hope that in listening to that, if you. Uh, have a religion that you're passionate about following that you didn't feel in any way that... I don't think they did. It was offensive. have said to me, yeah. Good. That's really good to hear. The other thing is we were interested then to sort of understand a little bit better out of those of you who listen, how many of you are religious or agnostic or spiritual? So I got some um, stats here from a wee story that we did, and uh, 23% of you said that you were religious. 30%. That's low. Yeah, do you reckon? 23%? Yeah. 30, more, so you go. Uh, 30% said atheist or agnostic. The largest group were, like us, spiritual, not religious. That's 44%. And then 3% said that it's not something that they want to talk about ever. 
<laughs> so, wow. That's cool. <laughs> and that might be, you know, that, that probably <clears throat> is reflective of of how we were navigating the conversation last week, which was sort of being quite sensitive to um, whether people are religious or not. It's one of those topics that they say never talk about religion, politics or sex. Yeah. Really? Is sex one of them? Yeah. Really? Why is that? I would say the sex thing is because it's very personal and private. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we should do a podcast on sex. We need to, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's taken us this long. Um, and then politics is uh, because that can be quite... They understand. ...divisive. Yeah. And then religion would be similar in that way. Yeah, but at least this podcast is very much about our own experience and our own, like, you know, sharing our own beliefs and experiences. So I think we can do whatever we want. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I think I think uh, better to talk about the things that you're not meant to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and they're just kind of, I think they're pretty old school. I love talking politics. <laughs> I don't think we've ever talked about politics, have we? Oh, I think it's such no, an but interesting... No, you and I. no. No. <laughs> Maybe this is another in my head moment. <laughs> I think politics is so interesting. Okay. Talk about it. Not today. Oh. Today we're talking about. Well, the budget came out yesterday. Completely that's different. A good topic today. Oh, that's, that's not the kind of politics I find interesting. Yeah, what do you talk about then? I think politics are interesting in terms of uh, how, who people follow for what reasons. Yeah, yeah. And that, I think that's... That is interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um, speaking of religion, something that I'm praying for is heavy rain tomorrow so I don't have to go and watch my kids play sports because this is what I experienced last Saturday, which is uh, Greg uh, was away last Saturday yeah. and he's away this weekend, which means that I have one kid playing football um, somewhere in the far north of Christchurch, Canterbury, and then I have one other one playing rugby, usually in the far south. Are you, know. you for real? So do you have to drive them? Are they at different times? No. So <clears throat> this is where it gets a little bit tricky, and I know I'm not the only parent who goes through this. It is the literal, I can't be in two places at one time, where you're sort of like, hold on, so you need to be at this place at... 10 o'clock, and you also need to be here at 9.45. I literally can't do that. I can't achieve doing those things. So Did you pick? <laughs> <laughs> I picked my favourite. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's not that's not how it happened. Um, no, I, listen, um, <laughs> Oscar has, um, <laughs> Oscar has a really, he, one of his friends, um, his friend's mum is so incredibly helpful. Oh, good. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Can you yeah, just yeah. catch a ride? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then you have to ask for help and all of that stuff. But it's just, it's one of those moments that is very stressful as a parent because you feel like you have to be in two places at one time. And as I mentioned, I'm kind of already feeling a little bit sort of, um, enough stressed is the right word, but it can be overwhelming. Mm, you just that sort of like having to wear so many different hats. Yeah. The hat of motherhood, the hat of a student, the hat of a group fitness instructor, you know, and then... Wife. Wife, <laughs> friend, yeah. you know, daughter, all of that stuff. So um, what uh, we thought we would chat a little bit more about today is all of the kind of hat-switching stuff or the role expectations of having to be 
different things in different parts of your life or to different people. And how to, yeah, hopefully we'll give you tips on how to deal with it. We haven't really talked about it much. We just, what, how did this come about? We were talking to, who do we talk to? Serena, maybe? Uh, Shout out Holly. to Serena, by the way. Oh, yeah, you got it in there. <laughs> yes. You got it in there. As we were walking out of the gym today, she was like, hey, yeah. Uh, so, um... Uh, I don't find anything about on the web. Oh, shush, Siri. Oh, my goodness. Um, she, yeah, she was like, do you want to give me a shout-out? It's a joke, but I've done it, so tick, tick, tick. <laughs> Maybe that's how we can start crowdfunding. If you, too, would like to be shouted out. <laughs> Actually, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. <laughs> um, uh, no, we were having coffee with Holly. Holly, gotcha. Having coffee with Holly. Oh, yes, because she's teaching and PTing yes. at the moment. and yeah. group fitness. And group fitness, yeah, yes. Yeah, so in the fitness industry, and she's still in education as well, and uh, she was sort of, I'm, I don't think she'll mind us sharing this, but she was chatting no, about so. how she yep. um, she switches from a Wednesday to a Thursday from the fitness industry to education and kind of the mental preparation in order to do that. So that's where this conversation came up about hat switching, and then you were chatting about... I've done, yeah, I yeah. did it quite a lot when I was doing both project management and construction and fitness. So I did, um, like, part-time those two for maybe, like, a year, I think. Mm. And, yeah, I've, I've shared with Holly that it was incredibly hard, and it was a matter of, like... Especially because, well, for her as well, it's very different because she's dealing with children versus adults... But with um, construction, it was like just almost like polar opposites, even in, even in terms of like the corporate world versus like a fun, exciting, hype environment versus a serious corporate um, kind of role. Yeah, and I used to do them both every day. Mm. So I would do um, pretty much uh, fitness every morning and then every afternoon I would do project management for like the rest of the day, mm. I think. And then sometimes I would go back to the gym to PT some more or teach a class or do both. Even, like, from class to PT. Did you find that when you were PTing? Even from class to PT can be quite a um, mental preparation to have to switch from, like, giving your energy to one person to give your energy to a whole room. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, tell me a little bit more, though, about you mentioned that the project management and the fitness industry were kind of almost polar opposites in that way. That's what it felt like. I'm sure you can find other, you know, two industries that are even So how did worse. you make the switch or what was expected? What did you feel was expected of you in, in project management, construction industry, versus the fitness industry? What role did you play within each? Well, I guess it's... Um, like which areas of my personality would you would I dial up in mm. in each? So like with project management, it was all about because um, you know like you're the project manager, right? So you want the client and the contractor and everybody to have confidence that you know what you're doing. Mm. So it's very much dialing up my time management. My not that I didn't do that in Griffin, it's have to be on time and whatever. Um, but just and just showing that I'm serious or like a serious person, even as a like young female in the construction industry, I probably dialed that up even more. The fact that um, I don't want to give anyone any inkling that they can't trust me or they mm. can't have confidence in what they don't know what I'm doing. And I knew what I was doing, but I feel like sometimes as a female, 
you have to dial it up even more so that you don't, um, you're not doubted, mm. you know. Mm. So that was definitely um, what I had to dial up in construction. And then in fitness, um, it was more, well, I guess it depends, like with personal training, it was more, um, do you know what? I find obviously personal training, I find is like, because uh, you're giving your energy to one person. So it's not as demanding as group fitness because group fitness, you kind of have to motivate and drive people for a whole, say, 30 or 45 minutes or even an hour sometimes or sometimes 90 minutes. We've got two classes back to back. Um, <clears throat> so, sorry, I don't know why. I feel like just when I, we record podcasts, my voice just freaking goes. Mm. It is a Friday thing. Mm. Um yeah, so with that, I would just dial out more the my fun side of my personality and, and you know, those kind of areas. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, to meet the expectations of what was needed of you in, in those roles. So I had a look at something called, and thinking about that and thinking about wearing different hats, I looked at something called role expectations and these are the beliefs concerning the qualities, behaviours and characteristics suitable for a specific role uh, could be conveyed to the roles holder by other individuals within the group, as in uh, the expectation of you when you're in the fitness industry, particularly group fitness, is that you're approachable, you're friendly, yeah. you're energetic, you love exercising, <laughs> those kind of things. Um, not that I want to disappoint anyone by saying that that's not... 100% true all the time, <laughs> um, or put in place by the holder themselves. So potentially what you're talking about in the construction industry is that I'm aware that I'm a young female. Yeah. I want to be taken seriously, and so I will dial up these parts of who I am alongside what's already expected of you as, you know, as the the project manager. Um and that's kind of what we're talking about when we say switching hats, as in you're stepping into a, a role that you play within your life and you need to dial up parts of who you are and maybe sort of dial down other parts. And then you switch to another part of your life and try and meet the expectations and demands in that area too. I think what can be really challenging is when you feel like you're having to maybe make such a shift. Yeah. That's why I was kind of asking you about that, the project <clears> management <throat> and, and then to fitness. Like, how do you make such a shift if there's such different... Industries. Environments. environments. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a matter of... I can't remember exactly what I used to do, but I think it's a matter of, um, like, physically thinking about the shift, mm. you know, whether... So I remember I used to teach a... Um, so I used to uh, PT, still do, but PT Tuesday night, and then I would teach Tone 15 minutes after my last client. And that was a really quick turnaround, especially considering you have to be in class early. Mm. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that's my finger. Um, in class early to um, play music and chat to people and get your gear ready and all that. So I used to remember that was a big struggle for me because it would take me a couple tracks to really get my head into the actual class and then before you knew it, that was over because mm. it was 30 minutes. Mm. So um, I remember talking about this with somebody in Auckland who was um, kind of, you know, like when we do um, in fitness, in group fitness in Les Mills, we 
do quarterly workshops and we get feedback every um, quarter. Some of us get feedback every quarter. And this person who was, it was great advice. It was kind of like, okay, well, go into the bathroom, say, before your class where you're, it's, you're alone, there's no one else around you, and do whatever you need to do to put your headspace into that tone headspace or group fitness headspace, whether it's like doing a power pose or just talking to the mirror and saying, all right, I'm a group fitness instructor now, or physically like as if you're like changing hats, like I'm taking this hat off and I'm putting this one on. You know what I mean? So I thought that was really good advice because I remember from then on I felt like I was mentally way more prepared. Mm. So by track one, because I just remember used to say, like, it just takes me a while to warm into it before I can actually perform to my full potential. Mm. So I kept saying, like I would say, you know, my first half of the class, I'm sorry, just didn't feel that great, but my second half feels a lot better. And then we're like, okay, well, how can we make the whole class feel like you can give it your best performance? Mm. So that was really good advice. Mm. Yeah. The staff room is such an interesting place, and I noticed it when I was... A PT. Yeah. So when I started personal training at Les Mills alongside teaching group fitness there, the staff room for group fitness instructors is a dial-up place. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, you know, kind of the pre... Where you hype yourself yeah, up for the class. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to get yourself up for the class, which is really cool and really exciting when you come in before the class and you're kind of, you're around other instructors hyping yourself up. Um, what can be hard, though, is when you're a personal trainer and you've had back-to-back clients for a couple of hours, and you just need some downtime, and you go into the staff room, and it's a whole bunch of group fitness instructors <laughs> kind of like, you know, <laughs> buzzing, buzzing, because yeah. they're... Even post-class, you know, they're buzzing. Post-class, you know, buzzing, yeah. And, ve- and very loud and, and things like that. And I thought, it's really interesting, you know, kind of just the difference. Yeah, not that you'd want to separate them, because I think it's it's good to keep the whole gym together. Uh, yeah, for sure. But I do agree that as a PT, you need time where, or even just like, because, you know, you've got a lot, it's your job, right? It's your mm. full-time job. So, I, you know, there's a lot of admin mm. that you have to do. I can't do any admin in the staff room. Mm. I just don't do it there. There's mm. no point, because mm. you're going to get interrupted. Mm. There's noise, there's people, there's, you know, like there's just no point. So mm. that's why I kind of hide away normally, but it's quite hard to hide in the gym. <laughs> there's nowhere to hide in Les Mills. I think we've talked about that before. <laughs> Nat, does have, um, Nat does have a hiding place, but she's not sure. But it's not even really a hiding place anymore. Anybody. The whole place is changing, so my hiding place is no longer a hiding place. So that's why you can go to cafes and stuff and do your work. But even then, it's a busy environment. And I love you, it, though. I love it. Same, yeah, oh. but you do bump into people that you know, and then by the time that you think yeah. you had it, an hour to do admin, you've actually got 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the downside. Of... He sometimes um, sleeps in the car or goes into the car. Actually, I have done that. I've taken my laptop into the car and done work in there. It's a nice car. <laughs> it's a nice car to do it. <laughs> Following on from role expectations, there's something in sociology called role theory. And it's a concept... Um, Uh, in social psychology too, uh, that considers most of everyday activity to be the acting out of socially defined categories. So, for example, mother, teacher, manager, personal trainer, project manager. Um, Each role is a set of rights, duties, expectations, norms and behaviours that a person has to face and fulfil. The model is based on the observation that people behave in a predictable way and that an individual's behaviour is context-specific based on social position and other factors. Interesting, right? How do you find the um, role switching between 
Because I, what I don't have is I'm not a, a parent. I'm mm-hmm. not a mother. Mm-hmm. So how do you find that? Or how did you used to find that when they were younger, especially? Because I know they're a bit older now. But still, though, you still have a big role in that space. When I, when I think about taking on the role as mother, mm. that's, that's, a big, that's a big shift you know, and... Um, oh, like to start off. To start off, yeah. that's a, oh, yeah. you know, sort of like adding adding that on as sort of like another role that you now um, act out, as um, <laughs> social psychology suggests. Um, and uh, it's funny because thinking back, I sort of, I must say, I had a little bit of imposter syndrome with like being a mum. Yeah, you know, talked about that. Um, whereas sort of like, well, this, is, this is kind of awkward. Um, <laughs> because you didn't enjoy... The role, especially early days, right? The role of being your mum, but you loved your children. Because remember when we talked about that? Yeah, yeah. It, it, always so much love for my children. Um, honestly, of honestly, course. yeah, so, so much love for my children. Um, I just, I just would like a break from sport tomorrow. That's all. Um, <laughs> uh, but felt just not qualified to be a yeah, mum. Okay, you know, like just kind of. Is um, anybody though? Nah, nah, I don't think so. Oh, no, I think so. No. Um, well, it's not like there's an exam you have to pass. No, and there's a really good um, reel um, at the moment around that where, you know, someone comes in to um, basically job interview for a mum and, uh, you know, she's like, I, you know, and what kind of qualifications are you looking for? And the interviewer's like, nothing. You don't need anything. <laughs> well, there was, you know, feedback that maybe a manual would be helpful, but no, we, we don't have one, you know. And I was like, that's so accurate. There's just, there's nothing that kind of guides you. What... What I what I would say, kind of thinking back, is that uh, when I was, when you work as a mother, and I wonder if working mums can kind of relate to this, when I was in my workspace, I would pretend that I wasn't a mum. Oh, wow. As in it was, you know, when you're in your workspace, it's almost like you have to um, pretend that you're number one priority is work and that nothing's going to interfere with that, right? Mm. But when you're a mum, you have to pretend that you don't have work and that your number one priority is your kids. And I think that's really challenging is that I still believe there's a a big part of being the female parent where um, instead of like when you're a dad – Having children is sort of like, oh, you've added on something to your life, you know, like you, you've kind of, you've just added that in. Whereas when you're the mum, it's sort of like, oh, how are you going to make that work? You know, <laughs> like, were you, were you going to take some time off work for that? Or how, how soon are you going to go back to work? Yeah. And, you know, um, sort of how's the juggle going to go? And, you know, all of that. And I think I think that's that's quite hard. There's, um, I can't remember where I read this. It, this is on Instagram or something, so maybe not that reliable. Although I do follow, like, news um, accounts and stuff. There's, like, been a study that's just been released and it talked about... The fact that a mother, or just a female, um, in a hetero um, uh, relationship, tends to be—I can't remember the percentage—but tends to be the one that, even though, if, even if they work full time, tends to be the the one that does the most parenting and the one that does the m- most chores. Mm. And the only time the father will the, those roles will be reversed, but truly reversed, is if the father is the one that will be the um, main caregiver mm. and the mum works full time. Mm. 
that's the only time. Mm. Even if they both work the same amount, mm. the mother will still pick up more slack at home and do more parenting. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's interesting. It's just and it's so a lot. Hurt. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a lot, and I think it's not surprising then that we have you know, sort of a large number of mothers feeling like they've kind of lost who they are. I don't think that's by choice. I think, you know, the the circumstances of if you're a working mum, particularly if you're a working mum, I believe, um, and then so you're either at work or the time outside of that, unless you really fight for it to be your time, gets taken up by parenting and, you know, kind of, um, looking after other people. So in the mix then, it's very easy to get lost. Who am I if yeah. I'm not just existing to kind of like service the needs of other people really? That's to a go, Yeah, yeah. To go back to your point where you said that you would almost pretend you weren't a mum, mm-hmm. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you first moved here. Mm. I didn't find out you had kids for ages Mm. and everybody was so shocked when I remember there was one class that you because we I think we started doing a seminar together and maybe we had we started this maybe I I can't remember but I remember um you saying yeah like I do I do pretend almost like I'm this is my main priority and all of that maybe not in those words but Mm -hmm. anyway and I remember saying but like you'll be you'll be so relatable to so many people if you let them know that you do juggle this as well. Mm. And I remember in class you announced it, and people mm. were just like, "Wait, what? Mm. I thought you were 20. <laughs> oh, I don't think they thought I was twenty, but yes, they um, did. Everybody has always said that you look so young. <laughs> um, maybe it's just a me thing then. Maybe that's just a me no, thing. No, no, I don't think it would be. I would like to put a poll out to the mothers. How yeah. many of you, if you're working mothers? Um, feel like at work you have to pretend like you don't have kids. I don't and when think you, it'd be just you. When you're a mum, you have to pretend like you don't work. Let's do you that poll. Yeah. Can you go on the school trip? Uh, I'm working, but let me take some time off so I'm not that mum. You know, that yeah, kind of yeah. um, stuff. But then at work, you don't want to be that yeah, I don't want to. I'm reluctant to take. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be that employee. I don't want to be seen in a way that that this this job is not a priority. Um, and because I'm a mum, then I can't progress. In you my know. career, yeah, yeah. I just think it's really interesting. Like, you know, kind of that when you when you become a dad, it's like oh, you've added that on to your life. And uh, you know, like Greek has gone away an awful lot Mm. in in the time that we've been parents together. I went away um, uh, for maybe a week. I went back to New Zealand without the kids uh, quite early on. And the whole community was rallying around, you know, like how was he going to, how is he going to look after these kids? You know, like we'll invite him over for dinner. Like, is this like the whole community in Dublin? In Dublin, yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole the whole community kind of looking out for <gasps> my husband. The poor thing, you know, having to look after these two young children himself. All you know, by himself. All by himself. And I just remember thinking, how's that work? We're... we're we, we, you're doing me a favour. He was yeah. looking after, looking after the kids. No, that's so you and you're like, where are you when I'm looking after the kids all by myself? That, honestly, that is exactly what I thought. It was like, oh my god, literally never been invited over for dinner when Greg's away. For sure, that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. I'll take it as a compliment. Because you're expected 
to be able to do it all. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's and that's the big burnout that that many women, particularly mums, are feeling is that this expectation that we just can do it all and we can play all of these different roles in our lives. And if you are a bit of a perfectionist like I am, it's overwhelming because I need to play all of these different roles and I need to do well in them. And that's really hard. Really hard. That I'm finding really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's heartbreaking when you're like, I feel like I'm not a good friend. I'm not a good mum. That was my, my text. Heart. That was my text to Matt the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, stop, stop this. Just feel this like I'm spiral. Let's pull you out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it is hard because um, I do go through these times where, you know, I look at this, this space of studying and I go, I could be doing better in this. You know, I'm not putting in enough work. And, you know, um, then the group fitness space, like, I'm just, you know, kind of, I, I should be doing a lot more kind of training myself. And and then, uh, I mean, the motherhood role, like, geez, oh, God, where do I even start? <laughs> I mean, there's just so much. Um, you know, and then, then I've got the role of being a wife and you're kind of like, oh, I'm not even really a good wife and then I'm not really oh. a good friend and I'm a terrible daughter. And so it's just... you know you're always a great friend. Oh, just, you know, the spiral, and always though. always a great fitness instructor. Oh. Always. Just that, mo- that moment of where you get overwhelmed and you're just like, have I taken on too much? Am I trying to be too many, you know, kind of... Roles. Things, all of that. Do you ever feel like that? Is it just me? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sometimes when I when I feel like I'm always rushing, mm. I'm always running places. This is your Not thing. physically running, but yeah. sometimes actually, yes. You'll go, I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm, I was so frantic. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'll message you later. I'm not yeah. so sorry if, if so I was sorry too frantic. I, I that I brought in that <laughs> frantic energy. And I yeah, like, if I feel oh. like I'm like rushing or always running, or if I, I feel like I'm always... Um, like behind, mm. behind on everything, behind mm. on my emails, my messages, um, the work that I have to do. Oh, that's gonna. I need to get that out the, by yesterday. Mm. <laughs> you know, then I'm like, maybe I took too much on. Oh yeah, because your your thing really is efficiency me. and follow through and all of that. Oh yeah, yeah, and mm. I'd, yeah, like you said, I don't like to not follow through and also not to not do a good job at the things that I've signed up to. Mm. If I don't do a good job, it feels really shit, you mm. know? When was the last time you felt like that? I think it's like a constant feeling. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a constant feeling. Uh, well, like at the moment, you know, I think, I don't know, I think we, we're hard on ourselves. Like for tomorrow, I know I've got a lot of preparation to do for tomorrow, right? Mm. And I feel like no matter how much I would have done, it's not enough. Oh. That's you know? kind of imposter syndrome stuff. Yeah. But anyway, I think, yeah, I think one of my worst fears is under-preparing. Oh, not things. being prepared. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I understand like that going, I think I've had nightmares of, like, going yep. to an exam and being, like, disappointed in myself that I haven't studied enough. Have you ever had an experience like that where you've been unprepared? Probably. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Probably. I think I've always gone overboard on everything. Like yeah. I, in at uni, I got top of my class, not because I was smart, but because I 
overstudied and overprepared. Mm. So you're like, I'm going to fail. And even I'm and fail I talked this. about this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even we talked about this, I think ages ago. Even when I got the award, I was like, wrong person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's look at your stats again because I'm not the smartest here. So how do you so how do you manage then that and the roles that you play? I think I've gotten better at it over the years. Like at putting less expectation on myself. Okay. I've gotten way better about it. Yeah. Especially like in the grip fitness space, I think I back myself more than I used to. Mm. You know, like I'm like, at the end of the day, you know your shit. Mm. Mm. You know your stuff. I mean, not I'm shit, but mm. you know your stuff. <laughs> you know your shit. <laughs> you know you are shit. <laughs> Doesn't sound like there's a lot of confidence there. No, no. Like I, I, and I, like when I do feel like that and it creeps, it creeps in, I'm like, you know what you're doing. You know what you're saying. It's just a matter of, you, I don't know, like, um, and also, like, in group fitness, when we do, like, education things, a lot of it as well is talking to the people in front of you. Mm. So it depends what they need, mm. you know. Shifting the focus from. Not being a robot and being like, mm. I prepared this, and I don't care if that doesn't apply to you, but it needs to make sure that it lands with, with these people, and if, mm. it, if it's not the right information for them, it's not going to be a good education session you know mm, what I mean mm. yeah so you kind of trust yourself in the moment a little bit more or like in yeah in preparation like mm. if I feel today I'm like oh, I'm not prepared then I'll be like whatever you are you know your stuff mm. oh good you know good 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 shut down the negative thoughts shut down the negative thoughts <laughs> I've um I, I came across some uh, literally tips for hat switching wow so I'm, I think there are five of them, and I'm going to share them with you now. And if this resonates with you, then you just jump in at any moment. Um, so the first tip, Carlos, is when you feel overwhelmed by having to play too many different roles, is list them. So write down all of the roles that you play, all the hats that you wear. Um, And you can even split your work roles up if you wear different hats at work. So, for example, personal training, group fitness. Um, And use colours. This colours. This colours. Just me? Yeah. I am partial to colours as well. Yeah, you have highlighters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I admitted it a bit later. It's quite funny. We were having this conversation of like, or this play this game of who's most likely to, you know, have have oh, a, this is years a, ago. a pencil case full of highlighters or something like that. And I was like, Nat, definitely Nat. And, uh, and I was like, I don't even have, everyone, I think I've got one colour. Everyone voted Nat. And then later on I sent her a photo of my pencil case <laughs> and highlighters. <laughs> and I don't think we really knew each other that well then. No, we did not. And I was that, like... Bitch lied to the whole group and made me look like the freak when it was her. I didn't want to be that person. I didn't know everyone that well. Um, anyway, so... It was um, at your house. Yeah, I didn't know everyone that well. <laughs> wanted to be cool. <laughs> if you're a parent, you can also think about how many hats that you might wear within that. So um, taxi driver, teacher, nurse, coach... Um, police officer, for example. Um, Ricky, Rec- you've given us examples <laughs> like we need them. <laughs> Just for for example, does this apply to you? Are you a police officer, perhaps? 
<laughs> no, within, within parenting. The role that you play oh, as a parent. I really, I really got that wrong. I really, okay. Oh, I get it, taxi driver, because yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, this is great. Like, they're listing. <laughs> Very diverse. This is so good. But no, you're talking about parents. Different jobs. Oh, I hate myself. No, no. As a parent, as a parent. I you get might, it. Now it's yeah. landed. It has yeah, landed. Yeah, yeah. Are you an Uber driver for your kids? Yes, I am. Um, Tomorrow you are. Oh, stop. Um, <laughs> come on, Rain. Um, Recognise that all those hats come with their own responsibility, expectations and judgments. This can help to see how easy it is to get overwhelmed with it all. It's okay to sometimes muddle the hats up or not be able to fully give that role your full attention. That's what I need to kind of work on. Mm. By seeing the full extent of what you're expecting of yourself, hopefully you can be more compassionate towards yourself when you're struggling. It's good advice, isn't it? Yeah. Be nice to yourself. And to actually see, instead of just kind of feeling overwhelmed and going, why am I not coping? Everyone else is coping. Why am I not coping? Actually listening down and kind of go, well, actually, this is this is everything that I'm trying to fulfill. It's a lot. Maybe I can be a little bit kinder to myself when I feel like I'm not mother of the year, you know, <laughs> nailing group fitness, acing as a student. You know, there's a lot going on. As I said, you jump in any time. <laughs> this is not an evil too. What? Jump into what? And say what I... Yeah. What I'm struggling with? I think I have already. I was vulnerable just then, wasn't I? Yeah, yes, 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 you will. <laughs> when I said I always... Um, what? Worst fear is to be underprepared. Mm. Story of my life. Transitions. Life. This is kind of where the convo came from when we were having coffee with the lovely Holly. The transition between wearing your different hats can be really difficult as you have to use different skills and knowledge for each one. Again, write down the more problematic transitions and look at how you can ease the transition a little. So your like one was the yeah. PT to group fitness. I think with um, group, uh, fitness to project management, the other thing was that my, even my clothing, like even what I wore was completely different. Mm. So that helped. Mm. But from PT to group fitness, same clothes, even though mm. you take your jacket off. Yeah. But same clothes, so I think that's probably why it was um, a little bit of a struggle to switch. And it does really reflect how much you have to dial up those aspects to get up and teach your group fitness class. Yeah. You know, like if you haven't had that opportunity and you're still in kind of PT mode one-on-one, it's a completely different experience for you of teaching. Definitely. And even to go from group fitness to PT... Sometimes I feel like I'm coming in too hot to my client because I'm on a hype. Oh, yeah. From class. And I'm like, hey, how are you? Woo! Oh, my God, I love exercise. Don't you? Okay, Let's that do this. Is not what I said. Thank you very much. Get out of here. There's the door. I must say I was on quite a high after grit today. Were you? Yes, I did. Uh, so this is my new Friday routine, uh, everyone. Love is that I do Nat's grit class from 12 to 12.30 because I teach body balance from 12.30 to one. And now. I did body balance today. Yes, it was and really lovely. Was... Gosh, you're good. You're so mm. good. Your voice is so soothing, and your movements are so long and graceful. Because I'm tall, this is why I burp. No, but it's also graceful. This. Like it's like it you're is. a dancer. Cool. I mean, you used to dance, I suppose, but it's like even just fascinating to watch you. Like I could just stand there and watch you and not do it and still have a good time <laughs> in a non-creepy way. Of the class, but, <laughs> but sure. I, had, I had a very relaxing time. Oh, that's good. And also, what a great combo. 
Mm, yeah, it's nice. Like after grit, I'm like, oh my goodness, I am like, I've given it all and then you can mm. just relax. The only difficult thing with having done grit and you're on such a high and such a buzz, you know, and then you go into balance and I'm like coming in real hot. No, but you didn't though. I thought you did a good job. Although when I was talking, <laughs> when I was talking to someone and you're like, okay, class is starting. How am I going to get Nat outside of this freaking room? Oh, thank you, Nat. Um, see, <laughs> see you later, Nat. Thanks, thanks. Thank you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's her telling me, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was quite controlling today. <laughs> no, but it was so funny. It was such a good way to be like, so great that you're having a good convo. Do yeah. it outside. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'm never I like, gonna get I those, love it when you're passive aggressive. I freaking yeah. love it. Yep. Um, the uh, one of my pet hates is um, uh, should I share this? Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm gonna feel self conscious though because this is something that I did today. No, 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 not at all. It's um, <laughs> it's the uh, when you're you're doing a relaxation or meditation um, part of the class, and people. Like, there are no kind of rules around having to stay for um, the entire class with, yeah, with Les Mills. Yeah. But people will do a couple of minutes of relaxation and then get themselves up and noisily <laughs> take themselves out of the room. And it's so distracting for the people who have chosen to You're stay. You're really good at managing And that. need, yeah, so I had to, um, I do, I just, sometimes I kind of chuck it in where I sort of say, if you're going to not stay for meditation, which is going to be about seven minutes, then um, there's the door. Well, you don't even say, you know, she says it in such a nice way. She's like, now just letting you know that today's meditation is going to be about seven minutes. And if you feel like you have to be somewhere quickly and you might not be able to stay for the whole seven minutes, I encourage you to leave. Yes. Now. Now. No, she <laughs> but honestly, you I, when you said that, I was like, wow, that's a good way to do it. It's a good way to tell everyone to fuck off now and don't do it in the middle of meditation. <laughs> oh, it really bugs me. But for the people who, yeah, it's who, not for you. It's you know, for us. Are taking that time because you you're know. you're um, when you're teaching meditation, mm. you're talking people through it. Mm. So you're definitely wanting the best experience for them. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, so it's not for that's you. True. It's not for you to not get distracted. It's definitely for the members to not get to not feel like they're having disruptions while they're trying to relax and meditate. Oh, so yeah. I think that makes you a really great person. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Up top. Not just controlling. Yeah. Uh, speaking of setting boundaries, uh, ask yourself if you need some boundaries in place. This is around role switching. If you're getting overwhelmed, maybe you need some help with one or other of your roles. Perhaps someone can do a school pickup or two. Uh, can you enlist someone to give you a hand with parts of your day? Maybe you need to say no more often in your work if you're someone who takes on too much. Uh, that's a good point. Another thing with boundaries as well yep. could be like a cutoff time to when you don't reply to certain, Ooh, like say good. cutoff times you don't reply to this role's emails. Do you get what I mean? Absolutely, and I think this is such a good point. So hard to do. I understand that that's hard to do. Absolutely. But what for all the benefits of technology, yeah. the downside is now the blurring blurring of lines between when it's a workspace or that this is work time and when you move into your 
personal life and... Especially with a lot of people working from home nowadays. Blurred lines and I think really hard when your work stuff is coming into your personal life stuff. It can feel like then you're always working. So I like that when you say setting boundaries around... And that would be very true for you with um, PT. I'm not great at it. I try not to reply to messages from from clients or even members, um, like maybe past like depends whether whether I've gone into like oh now I'm relaxed mm. and I'm not doing work. if I'm doing work at the time then I'll reply, mm. but I try not to unless it's about tomorrow. Mm. You know, like if it's someone that's like I'm sick or whatever, I can't mm. turn up tomorrow, then I'll reply mm. <laughs> if I see it. Mm. But otherwise, I'll. If it's not if it's not urgent tonight, I'm not going to reply until tomorrow morning. Do you have any ritual around um, shifting from work, which you sometimes do at home, to downtime? Nope. <laughs> do you? No. I well, the thing that came no, to mind is no, because I work is... so, like I work a lot into the evenings. Like I work a lot at home. Mm. I do. Yeah. Tell me what to do, Jess. Tell me what to do. Well, I don't know. The thing that came <laughs> to mind in terms of what I do is that um, showering is a real, oh yeah, you know, kind of mm. m- point where uh, in, in the evening when when I have a shower, it is me consciously shifting nice. into downtime. I love that. I love a shower. Yeah, so I don't take anything. <laughs> Showering is really nice. Um, I love it. I don't take anything from my day after my evening shower. So wow. what I, time do you shower? When should I not? How quickly you? I want to close off the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I'll shower in the afternoon though, when I get home. Mm-hmm. Like on a Wednesday after class, I'll go home and shower. I can't not reply from like twelve onwards. Yeah. Why not? Because <laughs> I rush. Don't want people to reply to. <laughs> but maybe another rich, you know, oh, like another, lighting a candle or something yeah, that signifies yeah, this yeah, is now my idea. personal space. I think it's more like for me if I'm not doing work and I've stopped, then then my work is done. Then I'll try not to reply. But I still the thing is I still see the notification. I still read it. Mm. And if it doesn't need to be attended, then sometimes I don't read it. But most of the time I would if I'm awake. Obviously, mm. if it doesn't need to be attended to, then I like you know. So it still feels like you're kind of wearing that hat because you're still reading it. For a tip for that though, and yes. it doesn't really apply to me. But if you've got like um, say Outlook for work signing out of that on your phone so that you don't get a notification mm-hmm. Great on idea. your personal phone and things Great like idea. that. But for me, it's it's different because I my phone is my work phone and my personal phone as well. Mm. And people like text, Facebook message, Instagram. In saying that, though, I don't get notifications for Instagram and that was the best thing ever. Yeah, because so the Apple, now. not Apple Watch, but, you know, like a, a watch in that way that alerts you when text messages oh, come actually, through. Actually, sometimes I'll take my watch off and then that's me yep. signing off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Is that, so you do have something. Maybe, yeah, yep. yeah. Sometimes I take it off quite early on, though, because it annoys me. The watch or getting notified? Um, I guess not getting notified. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the watch. I mean, it could be. Uh, prioritizing is another helpful tip and trick. Uh, so sometimes you might have taken on more and more through the years, meaning mm. you don't notice how many hats you're now having to wear. That's a good one, is when you're going to take on something else 
what is it that you're giving up to make space for that? Not just kind of like accumulating more and more and more and more. Um, Just stopping for a moment to take a breath and look at what's happening can slow things down and give you some perspective. Ah, here we go with the breathing again. Um, Which hats are most important? Which hats fulfill you the most? Which hats give you the most grief? Try to prioritise the most important ones. Yeah, get rid of the other ones. That are not that are not kind of fulfilling you or yeah yeah, um, and then the last one is where's your hat? Where's <laughs> the mat hat? Ah, oh, like the you yeah. Where's the, the, the you? Time. Yeah, finally, amongst all these hats you wear or roles you play, ask where are you? It can be easy when you lead a busy life with many demands to put yourself at the bottom of the pile. However, if you put all your time and energy into others, it can lead to exhaustion or burnout. Talked about that with motherhood. You might even start to resent some of the hats you need to wear. See if you can find some time to just be you. Do something you enjoy that's just for you and try not to feel guilty about that. That's why for people that aren't in the fitness industry, like working in it, exercise is so good Mm -hmm. because that's their time. Yep. And that's the time where there's no demands from them, but just move their body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, because, yeah, yeah. Or even just going for a walk. What do we do given that we're in the fitness industry? Because exercise massage. is workspace. Massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. It's a very good point. To, yeah, for you. Very good point. What else? Oh, like maybe watching, like if you like to watch Netflix and stuff. If I, I watch, like love watching. Yeah, same. And screens. if I yeah, <laughs> just all screens. Yeah. And if I I'll watch anything, um, if I if it's something that only I'm watching because Essie might not enjoy it, mm. then it's like just you time. Yeah, yeah. Not that Essie and I watch a lot together. I know. To be I was honest. just about to ask you: Are you that couple? That we watch a lot together? No. Neither. Nah. Essie doesn't really, although we have recently, but we hadn't in years. I think he's trying to make an effort to bless him. Um, Essie's the type of person that gets bored, and this is where we're coming from with, I think he's got, well, we think he's got ADHD, but he gets bored. So if he watches a movie, quote Mark watches, he'll skip through all of it. So he's barely watched it, but he knows the storyline. Do you know what I mean? I have to watch the whole thing. I don't want to skip through it. Question, because Greg asked me about this last night. Do you ever Google to find out what's going to happen? Yes. If okay. it's a scary movie, especially. I've been at the movies to watch a scary movie with my friends and just Googled what's happening. What about non-scary movies? Uh, like, we just kind of like, no, this is taking a while. What actually Oh, yes. If it's episode? boring me, then okay, yes. Good. Yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. Good. Do you do that? Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I find like, it really don't. hard not to do that. <laughs> Greg and I are watching, uh, at the moment, a program called Love and Death. Ooh. And uh, we don't tend to watch a lot together just because he's away a lot and we're kind of not you into the same You don't want to wait yeah, for ah, him to be back before you finish. Nah, and also very, very hard to find something we're both kind of interested in. Um, but Quinn was kind of like, love and death. Is it good? Might want to be careful. <laughs> Dad. Is it good? Uh, it's okay. Well, isn't you going to kill him? That was Quinn's perspective. Because also, <laughs> at the moment, I'm reading um, Conversations with Serial Killers or something like that. Yeah, but you always do anyway. Pretty much. Anyway, I think we need to wrap up. Carlos is like, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. 55, yeah. Get out of here, girls. Um, okay, to wrap up, um, I think this has been really helpful. 
And do you want to have any? Do you have? Don't do this thing where you panic and then you stop talking. My heart rate is so high right now. <laughs> Whatever. It's not, is it? <laughs> no, nah, I'm pretty relaxed. No, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> really, you've got nothing to add to uh, say goodbye. I'm just going to reflect on the tips and tricks in terms of um, how many roles I have in my life and kind of because I'm feeling quite overwhelmed at the moment. Yeah. So actually, I'm sort of I'm going to listen back to this podcast and um, that's why we do some homework. This. I think it's for you. Yeah, I think I'm going <laughs> to do some homework. Yeah, don't even need you to listen. It's just my benefit. <laughs> Okay, on that note, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Follow us on Instagram at Babes Listen. If you don't already, you're missing out. Bye.